We're now at 8.08. It's a Friday morning on Connect FM. And uh, we get to do this every month, and we always look forward to it. We get to talk with uh, State Representative Mike Garmanini. This is a little special time together we call Around PA's 75th, because it is the 75th district that uh, Representative Armanini is a representative for. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Dan. How are you today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Uh, very good. Very good. Just uh, got back from Harrisburg last night around 1130, uh, yeah. finished up uh, most of the budget, and uh, hopefully 2024 will be a better year for all everyone in Pennsylvania. I hope so. You're back from the fray, and we're going to talk about some of those uh, battles that have taken place at our state capitol here over the past year. But before we do that, let's get our conversation started with a positive note okay. this morning. It's always fun to do that. Yes, isn't it is. It? Yes, it is. We've had some outstanding achievements by some of our uh, area high school athletes. Elk County Catholics ladies uh, won uh, state championship in cross country, I believe. And then they also won the uh, st state volleyball uh, championship. And they had a chance to visit you at the Capitol uh, this past week. Yes, uh, indeed. They were the, down on Tuesday. And it was great to have these fine young ladies uh, in the Capitol as my guests. Uh, they were honored on the floor for their accomplishments. So that had to be a thrill for them to, you know, be seated. And what was nice, they were able to seat right behind on the floor so they weren't right. up in the balcony yeah. they were right down in the trenches and that's unusual it is it? it is unusual and uh, but i was very happy that that was able to occur for them and you know just what a great group of uh, young adults uh, you know very courteous very professional i was very proud to have them in quote the house uh -huh. so we had a good time with them and then of course uh, um they were able to go over to the senate where uh, senator dush gave them um a citation also and mm -hmm. recognize them in front of the senate too so they had a full day of being stars which is great that's and uh, that's always good you know and and not only Yale county but all the uh, other schools that have accomplishments that they've uh, had you know dubois area did a great run in volleyball too mm -hmm. they unfortunately always get thrown into that 5a which <laughs> is you know that's tough, tough. because yeah, they're, very tough. they're playing schools five times the size of them and so forth but uh, hats off to them and, you know, the football programs uh, throughout did very well. So it was a good year for fall sports in the 75th district. And I'm always proud of these young athletes because um, that is good for them to be involved in. It most definitely is. And our congratulations to them as well. And just last night, uh, Representative Armanini, we had another great achievement for the Lady Cardinals of Dubois Central Catholic uh, Kaylee Risser scored her 1,000th career uh, high school point, and uh, congratulations go out to her. She's the 10th Lady Cardinal to hit the 1,000-point mark. Fantastic. Congratulations to her. She is an exceptional athlete. Uh, got to watch uh, her play basketball and then also softball, so she's a premier athlete up at DCC. And congratulations out to you. And let's give a shout-out to Chase Husted from uh, Juniata College, who uh, also um, achieved a thousand point mark in the col uh, collegial uh, college uh, yeah. uh, um, rounds and so forth. So fantastic, uh, Chase. Keep it going. Uh, we're all proud of you back here in Dubois uh, for your accomplishments, not only on the court, but academically too. And thank you for noting that. And uh, there are so many different achievements. It's hard to highlight all of them, but we wanted to point out a few of those 
as we got our talk started today because we did want to start on a positive note because unfortunately we're going to have to talk about the past year (laughs) you know you said you're just back from harrisburg and of course things have wrapped up for 2023 you'll be going back in january to uh, get things started up in 2024 so we've marked the close of one year of a Josh Shapiro administration in the uh, governor's office, and also uh, the first year that the Democrats have held the majority in the state assembly in the House. So uh, can you kind of give a report card, uh, especially as it relates to our district here, our 75th district? How did we fare this past year in different areas? Well, you know, of course, I'm a very hard grader, so I'm going to have to give the House Democrats a D minus. Okay. Uh, you know, it was, of course, a very uh, a harsh change uh, with what was going on in, in Pennsylvania. Um, they have very different views on moving Pennsylvania forward. Um you know, it, it's a very left agenda mm-hmm. because just like in our country, you know, they are the people who are voicing and the moderates are really kind of not getting a chance to come to the table. And, you know, what we've seen is, uh, let's just take example, energy. You yeah. know, yes, we, we all need a cleaner uh, environment. We have to work with emissions. But I, I believe the controls that they're trying to put on Pennsylvania, this 30% um, you know, solar wind by 2030. Um, do they realize if you go 30% solar in Pennsylvania, you basically would have side by side, you need 1,200 square miles to be able to put all the solar panels mm. required. So that takes up all the city of Philadelphia, Chester, Montgomery. I can put all those panels down in Philly. They can have them. But the bad thing that we have with that is, you know, this is an enormous cost. Yeah. And we, you know, they're going away from natural gas, which if they truly looked at the figures from 2014 to present, we have dropped emissions considerably. Amazing. And the thing I don't understand is, they're for green, 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 mm-hmm. and you're not even giving the industry credit who has dropped emissions mm-hmm. considerably through that time period. Yeah. So, you know, you want to get to zero. Sometimes zero is not always good. Or possible. Or possible. <laughs> you know, and, and we have the state of Ohio who just are firing up seven brand new natural gas energy plants. Yeah. So Ohio is not following Pennsylvania's steps. We hear our governor speak of how Ohio is kicking Pennsylvania's rear end. Mm -hmm. Governor, maybe they're doing the right thing for energy and we're not. So this is going to be very interesting moving forward because uh, the cost that amounts with this uh, energy, which also is not guaranteed energy, and where people are making a mistake when they think energy, they just think electricity. Yeah. Um, you need natural gas, you know, to make glass, to make these new solar panels, you need natural gas (laughs) to make the process of glass. Exactly. And, you know, some of them, the light bulb's not coming on thinking that it's more than just, you know, plugging an appliance into an outlet. Hmm. So that's going to be a struggle because we're a energy producer. In all these states that they want to get us in, in involved with with this Reggie, um, they're not. Mm-hmm. 
And we got to be very careful. And I was very disappointed with the governor when, you know, after the courts ruled uh, what Governor Wolf was trying to do with Reggie is unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. You know, he's bringing it back in. Yeah. Uh, My opinion uh, with the governor right now, he's following the playbook to make him a contender for the presidency. the next time around because mm. he, he he's not doing exactly what is good for Pennsylvania, I don't believe. Okay. Now, that's energy. Let's talk a little bit about education and also in the protection of life, especially the unborn. I know that uh, because of the shift of the majority in the House going Democrat, you know, we've always had uh, the situation with the governor, especially through the wolf years, of not really having somebody favorable to uh, the conservative or more moderate side of things in education and protecting uh, the unborn. Uh, So you gave a D minus as far as how they performed (laughs) in regards to energy. How about in those two areas of uh, education and protection of the unborn? Well, you know, education, uh, the House Democrats will give them the D minus. The Senate and the governor were for the EITC funding and adding $150 million in for businesses to be able to contribute to make those programs better. Because the House tried to do away with that, right? They they Mm -hmm. wanted to get rid of everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, luckily, that was one of the things that we were able to get back into the budget at uh, around 10:30 on uh, Thursday evening <laughs> that was our, our that was, yeah that was our casting vote you know at the end of the uh, session so you know education is very important in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and i believe competition always creates betterment exactly and we have fantastic public schools in this area and we have fantastic private schools in mm-hmm. this area and they both have purposes and functions to educate better kids, to make them better adults. So it is working here. It wants to work in Philadelphia. You know, I've mentioned in the past to where is, uh, you know, Leader McClinton, who was dead against this, but her senator was the procreator (laughs) of the bill to get this push, to get money into the kids in Philadelphia who are in the worst school districts throughout our Commonwealth, an opportunity to get out now and better themselves. So if people would just look and see the donations that the House Democrats get from the PSEA union, I think they'd know why they're so against this type of thing, because uh, they take care of them very well. Yeah. But thankfully, the EITC and other uh, programs that involve school choice. Uh, they got put back in at the last minute. So right. thank you for that. And the EITC goes much further than just private schools. It sure. goes into your YMCA's. It mm-hmm. goes into your boys and girls clubs. It goes into public schools to fund them for um, organizations sure. and you know things that they also do there for activities. So it's a good thing. It, it definitely is. Now, I know that uh, there's there's been, uh, you know, Pennsylvania has not always been favorable uh, to protecting the unborn, although we've had some parts of our history where even a Democratic governor like Bob Casey had some uh, important protections because he was a pro-life governor. But things have really been slipping away fast as far as protecting the unborn in Pennsylvania. So uh, how can you analyze uh, things that have happened this past year? 
Well, in this past year, with that, of course, we've seen all funding uh, be taken away from uh, real alternatives, which are all our Catholic charities and so forth that really help young women or, you know, women who are in financial disarray to help them um, have their baby or take mm-hmm. care of their baby. Yeah. And and that was very sad to see that funding uh, be taken away because, you know, with their, quote, pro-choice movement, mm-hmm. it seems their pro-choice movement is just for abortion. One, one choice. I would say <laughs> if, if you're saying pro-choice, um, you should be funding both options sure you know and in all honesty i I don't think the government should be involved in any of it right you know this is a very difficult subject i'm pro-life you know and and of course um i i want to do as much as i can to um make sure that we're not using abortion as a form of birth control or just, you know, making it so accessible to people because you really find out when you listen to people who unfortunately have went through that, yeah. there's a great deal amount of them who, you know, it, it, it does something to them for the rest of their life. And, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's the thing that, you know, that we see, but you know, we have medical cases and, and other things like that, that I don't think should be, added with that because that becomes a medical issue that doesn't become just a reason to a you know abort a baby so uh, we can only hope that um, we can all have a higher degree for the respect of life and you know someday you know who, who knows but yeah. our, our, our country is very uh, you know uh, pulled with this and I don't think it should be a det- it, I don't think it should be a determining factor at all politically mm-hmm. because it, it's just difficult. It's just really difficult to um, get everyone working on the same page, you know, but I, sure. but I don't like the new, uh, you know, uh, bills that they want to, you know, six, eight, nine months to mm-hmm. be able to terminate a pregnancy. That that's that's just wrong. Yeah. That is just wrong. So, and also um, rumorings of possibly a, a constitutional amendment coming along that would uh, protect abortion rights. Right. So, you know. uh, so we have our, our work cut out for 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 us on that, and uh, you know, right now it's just a very dividing issue, but we have to overcome it. We have to continue to work for it. Uh, we just cannot let this. Uh, pass and 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 let the uh you know the far left agenda with that take over well representative armenini appreciate your uh, openness in speaking to a very difficult issue and uh, the other issues that we had a chance to talk about uh this morning time's getting away from us so uh we're coming up we're 10 days away from christmas we Day, are and, we are uh, and that means that we are just uh what uh, uh we only have uh, 11 <laughs> trying to get my my act together here how many days do we have left in the year anyways january 1st is coming quickly in 2024 and as you said hopefully it's going to be a better year in harrisburg any uh, last comments that you would like to share with uh, well, your constituents for, for sure of course first i'd like to wish everyone a very merry christmas and the best uh, for the new year and you know you mentioned saying we'll be going back uh, in january 
Right now, the house is not scheduled to go back until the third week in March. Oh, okay. Because supposedly there is some roof repairs that need to be done on oh, the Capitol. that's right. But I think it has to do more with two of uh, the other side's members not being present, which would they would lose the majority by one, ah. or we would be even. Interesting. Now, it, it is interesting. Last night when I was at the uh, Pennsylvania Chamber dinner, um, the uh, commentator did mention because they kind of had a little uh um talk with uh senator uh kim ward and uh house leader uh joanna mcclinton and as uh the gentleman said well the capitol burned down at one time and we still had <laughs> session still <laughs> so this is a very weak excuse well, wouldn't there be an alternate site um, you, that you, you could meet? You would you would think that that would be already set up, knowing that what would happen if something happened to the Capitol mm-hmm. for an emergency or you know something uh, of a tragic happened. Where would the House meet? Where would the Senate meet? <clears throat> so that's going to be interesting. I'm sure mm. that's not just going to. Uh, uh, go away as uh, see everybody back in March. So you know, they're, I hope they're, not. You know, there, there, there. You go. The Senate, the Senate will be back in in January, and uh, so, so we'll go from there and um, see what happens. But uh, we have a lot of work to do in Pennsylvania because we have to keep Pennsylvania strong, and we are definitely fighting an uphill battle. Yes. But we will win it. Okay. Well, thank you. We'll let it. We'll let it end with that comment because that's a great comment. This has been around PA 75th with the uh, state representative for Pennsylvania 75th District, Mike Armanini. Thank you so much, Representative Armanini, and Merry Christmas to you. You too. Merry Christmas.